somebody looked up and says, oh, here comes the air coverage that President Roosevelt had promised us. And somebody else looked up and <laughs> says, it's air cover, all right, but it's not ours, they're Japs. Captain Mel Duke of the USS Peary Destroyer, one of only a few survivors from the fighting ship that sank after being bombed on February 19, and that is remembered at this memorial. Somewhere in the ocean ahead of you is the resting place of 89 of Captain Duke's comrades. After the first hit, the Peary managed to move only a few hundred metres before sinking. Mel Duke remembers this moment. Uh, the bombs began to fall and the sirens went, the alarm went, and then the uh, dive bombers came in. We took a direct hit on the after section, then we got another hit on the bridge. Eric Thompson was watching from HMAS Deloraine. She'd been bombed, she was on fire, she was sinking, and as she went down the harbour, the guns were still blazing, those brave American sailors were still fighting back, and they did so until the ship went under the water. It's something that impressed on my memory and I will never forget. USS Peary was unlucky. It was fresh back into the harbour for refuelling after it had been chasing a submarine away from the coast. The anchor was probably short-stayed, it means it was uh, straight up and down and just touching a bottom. It was enough to stop her disappearing down harbour with the tide, as quite a few ships did, but uh, even under a little bit of power she couldn't get up enough to raise the anchor and to get sea room, which is what she wanted to manoeuvre to escape the uh, Japanese. She's actually in a hole, most of the harbour is 20 metres deep or 60 foot, and uh, this particular spot is uh, almost double that in spaces. For years after the war, she couldn't be found. And she wasn't found until 1956 when an Australian warship called Quadrant passed over the top of her and uh, found her by mistake. So some divers went down and they just found a couple of small lengths of human bones and uh, they were put in a box and taken back to America. Dr Tom Lewis. The alliance between Australian and United States has grown stronger since World War II and particularly in Darwin. At the end of 2011, President Barack Obama visited Darwin to meet Australian troops and he announced the expansion of US military training in the Northern Territory. In a sense, it was here, in Darwin, where our alliance was born, during Australia's Pearl Harbor. The United States continues to make Darwin a priority in its global defence posture. Seventy years may have passed, but we will always remain the front line for Australia.